Hello everybody, I hope everyone's doing pretty swell today. Um, I'm trying something new. I am trying to start a podcast here. I hear a lot about podcasts, and I mean a lot, and you know, I've tried to give them a listen, and I hear a lot of people doing stuff like this with music, entertainment, and whatnot, and well, you know, I drive a whole lot, and I never have anything to do, so what better than to just talk to yourself into a microphone? That's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty decent. So I'm going to give it a shot. My goal here is um, to kind of brighten people's days, to kind of kind of hopefully make you smile, share some stories about my life, and um, whatever else I decide to try to talk about. And that's what I'll do. Um, in the meantime, um, I'm using this Anchor app, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, it's like a kind of a little radio station thing that I can actually create, and you can also create a podcast and actually submit it straight to Apple Podcasts or whatnot, so I'm going to give it a shot. You can also add music here too, so I'll, I'll, I may add in a couple tunes here and there to, so you know I'm not boring you too much or talking too much. I'll probably throw in a song or two that I like, then maybe get you a new taste in music or whatever. So I'm gonna give it a shot here. If it doesn't work out, if all sucks and no one really listens, or someone says, "Hey, dude, you totally suck," well, I'll just bury the hatchet, put this in the dirt and call it a night, and you'll never hear my voice again on any of these podcasts. Till then, I'm going to give it a shot, and hopefully, I hope I can make someone smile, someone laugh, and someone stay just a little bit brighter with some stories, or whatever else I decide to share. So, here we go. Alright, so the first things first, um, I think I'm going to try to do some confession stories here. Um, with some stuff I experienced at my job. For those of you guys that know me, um, I work at an airport. Um, I work for an airline that in which I will not name because I do still currently work there. It's a fantastic job. I love it to death. And it's a great part-time gig because I am in school. Uh, I am studying aviation. With For those of you guys that know me, it's, I've been around that my entire life ever since I was a little kid. So fantastic gig but you know there are stories that of course happen I've been with this company for about four years now they've been great and I have experienced quite a lot of things here what I do here is uh, I I'm a I'm a gate agent that's yeah that's what I do Um, you hear a lot of stories from flight attendants and pilots but you don't really hear a lot of stories from gate agents. So you don't really hear about those from behind the counter. So I thought I'd bring those to you guys and hopefully kind of start something a little new. If you did hear some stories about them, well, I guess I'm your number two. So, but anyway, hopefully mine are better. But I'm going to give them a shot for you guys. Um... As a little, just a little something for you guys to remember. When you think of, when people think of gate agents, they think of us being mean, rude to you. But here's the deal. We're nice people. I work with a whole lot of gate agents and they're all super, super nice people. But here's the deal. Being a gate agent is extremely stressful. 
when people think of gate agents, uh, ooh, excuse me, <laughs> when people think of gate agents again, people think of us just scanning boarding passes or, you know, just kind of closing the door, opening the door and stuff like that. We actually have hundreds, millions, thousands of little jobs that we do in order to get one flight out on time. And on top of all those little itty bitty jobs, um, we, we, of course, we have to close the door within a certain period of time. There is a time limit and we are always racing against the clock and we have numerous tasks to do. And all of that while trying to answer customer questions. It's not easy. It is a difficult job and it can become very stressful. So just remember this. Next time you see your gate agent, just be nice. We know what you go through. We really, really do know what you guys go through. We know you're probably frustrated. You're stressed. It can be overwhelming being inside an airport. But just remember that a lot of these guys are really nice and they will always, always help you. We're here to help you. But please, we just ask you guys to just be nice. Don't be mean to us. Because, of course, no one responds well to anyone being mean. So just be courteous. Be nice. Come up with a smile. It'll brighten our day. Because more than likely, we may be stressed out. We may be frustrated. So bear with us just a little bit. Because we don't just work one flight. Especially working at the world's busiest airport in Atlanta. Um, We work from anywhere from three to five flights, maybe even more a day. And it, it can become very, very stressful. So just bear with us, smile, be nice, and bring some candy. Because if there's one thing that gate agents love, it's candy. If you slap a three musketeer right on that podium and ask us a question, oh, you have our full undivided attention. Because, man, do we love candy. We, that will brighten our day. More than likely, we'll try to put you at a top priority if we can. If we can. But, yeah, candy. We're like vultures when it comes to that. Slap a Twix bar. Slap some M&M's. Whatever you want. We respond well to candy. And our puppy eyes will grow big. We'll start panting, and we will love you forever. So here's a funny story I'd like to tell you guys. Uh, before I tell you guys, um, in Atlanta, Georgia, we do have different concourses. Uh, we have uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, and for some, got off a recent T, which is way, way out of the alphabet. Well, I'm going to assume it means terminal, but who cares? So... It's, it's my second year of working with this company, and I returned for the Christmas season. I was a seasonal, so I usually work in the summer, I go to school, and then I come back for Thanksgiving and Christmas season. I come back for the Christmas season, and I'm on D concourse. So um, I arrive, uh, this, is, this is day one that I'm back, you know, I'm ready, you know, I'm all suited up, I'm ready to go, and of course I'm a little nervous since um, I don't know anybody at all in the concourse. So, I go into briefing and, you know, our bosses and their supervisors saying, okay, you know, this is what we need to focus on, blah, blah, blah. Have a great day. And I already have a flight on me. So, I go to my gate 
and I see there's another agent there already. I introduce myself. I'm like, hey, how you doing? My name's Juan. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm uh, so-and-so-and-so. I don't remember his name, so. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I go behind my computer, and I mind my own business, and I see this other agent walks up to this dude, and these two guys are talking. And they're talking typical guy stuff, you know, you know about women, a lot of women. And they're like, yeah, man, uh, I've, I've, I've been with this chick, uh, blah, 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 you know, she, she was pretty fine, blah, 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 blah. And this other guy's, oh, yeah, this girl, blah, 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 she's so hot, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm just minding my own business, typing on the computer. No one can really hear us, no one's really around, so, you know, there's no one, you know, I don't really care. But, um, you know, I'm top, just minding my own business on the computer, and I hear them. And they kind of turn toward me, and, you know, of course, they're trying to include me in the conversation, like, Hey man, um, have you know have you been a girl? You got a girlfriend? And I tell them, no, I don't have a girlfriend. At the time, I didn't have a girlfriend. And I'm like, no, I don't. And, you know, I go back my my own business, and they continue to talk about all these girls, and you know how they were at a bar, and they picked up this one girl, and they went to another bar, and picked up this other girl, and they had two chicks at one time, and you know what now? You know how guys talk like that. And then you know I'm my most, they're still talking, they're yapping, yapping, and. They're cracking up and whatnot. And then out of the blue, this woman walks up to me. And I, I, I had no idea where she was. I don't even think she was... I don't know if she was sitting at the gate. I don't know where she was. But she just walks up to my counter. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, good. And I'm like, how can I help you? And she says... I think someone dropped this. And she kind of said in a weird way. And she pulls out this hotel card. A Marriott hotel card. Places it on the counter. Slides it slowly toward me. And says, yeah, I think someone dropped this. And then she walks away. Now, me thinking, I'm thinking... Oh, someone probably actually dropped this. I take the car, and, you know, I'm thinking, you know, this is just going to be trash. I turn it over, and it's got her room number written on the back of the hotel card. And it said it right there. Like, she actually wrote it down on the hotel card. And I'm like, okay. And I turn to my left, and I see these two guys with their jaws open their eyes wide looking at me, and they're like, hey, man, it's like, how'd you do that, you player? And I'm like, hey, man, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> I think the reaction on their faces was just priceless, seeing, having them tell all the stories and then that happening to happen. Um, needless to say, uh, no, I just threw the card in the trash. That was the end of that. So I got another story to share with you guys. So one season, I actually worked with TSA. And I I have a lot of stories about those too, which I will probably save for another day. Um, But I'm going to talk to you guys about how I ran out of an airport once. So again, this was day one back with another season. For some reason, I don't know why a lot of things happen on day one, but uh, that's just kind of how it works. But... Day one, we're back. And this was after the bombing at the Belgium airport, I believe, over in Brussels. 
And so everyone is kind of on edge right now after that happened. And, you know, people are kind of, you know, on high alert during this time. I was on the ticketing side of the airport, which is the very first place where you walk in. I was kind of helping out with uh, dropping bags and helping with the kiosks and helping people check in for their flights. So I don't know if you guys know um, where, I, where I was working. I was helping around the kiosks at the time. And I have a good view. I was, was right next to baggage claim. And I have a good view of it. So I'm standing there and things are kind of calming down here in the afternoon. It's kind of uh, an off time. And I'm, uh, I'm kind of just talking with, um, uh, with my girlfriend and my friends who at the time, uh, we all worked together there. And um, we're just talking, whatnot, cracking up until you know a passenger comes and we help them out. And off the corner of my eye, I kind of see something odd. And, you know, I see a cop. And, I mean, you know, there's always cops on the airport, no biggie. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. But I notice that these cops are pushing people away. I'm like, huh, okay, maybe they they saw something that's kind of weird, whatever. And now then all of a sudden I see them, they pull out this long yellow rope to kind of block off the entire baggage claim area. And I'm kind of looking off, and I kind of noted it to, uh, to everyone. I'm like, what's going on over here? Then all of a sudden, you see military police walking in. You know, they're kind of in that greenish dun. They're, they're bringing in their dogs and whatnot, sniffing everything. All the carousels are either moving or stopped, or, you know, and all the bags are just kind of circling. And, you know, no one can enter the baggage claim area. Everyone, all the cops are telling everyone to wait. So... And I'm like, okay, so I'm continuing to talking. And, you know, I'm talking to them, and I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. And off the corner of my eye, I can see a cop telling people to move, like, very vigorously. Move, go, go, go. And before I can say anything to anybody right in front of my face, to any of my friends or coworkers, I can hear them, the cops saying, run! And I look over and everyone is running, screaming. And, you know, we, we kind of stand there for like two seconds like, holy crap, you know, what's going on? Remember, we're kind of on edge here. Like, you know, we don't know what's going on. At this point, everyone's screaming to run. And everybody is panicking and running out of the airport. You could not, you, it's just a sight you could not believe. Every single passenger, employee Everyone who's inside that airport is running as fast as they can out of the airport. People are jumping over counters, jumping down bag chutes. People that were in the security line are just bolting through security, jumping over ropes. People are on T concourse were running onto the tarmac. Um, we were at me. I was running with my coworkers out of the airport, and we're sprinting into the parking garage. And we're out of breath, and we're looking back, expect, you know, we don't know what to expect. We're expecting something to happen. And we're, you know, we're like, oh my God, something's happening, you know. Are we, we're under attack, or something, you know. And, you know, of course, all the cops are showing up, and, you know, we're standing there, we're waiting, we're waiting, and we're in, like, in this parking garage. We finally get together with all of our other coworkers, and in the end, come to find out... A, pass- a Vietnamese passenger had a bunch of spices and 
the bomb sniffing dog just happened to give that signal and well we're not too sure what happened after that but everyone just kind of panicked we ran over some herbs and spices and then we went back to work Hey, so I hope you guys enjoyed uh, those two stories I had for you guys. Um, I'm kind of just giving this a trial run once again. Uh, if you guys enjoyed those stories, just let me know. And I will happily post more. I, um, I'm, again, I'm just going to post things about my life um, involving my job, uh, my friends, family, whatnot, and pretty much experiences I go through. So I hope I can make you guys smile a little bit or you know, just kind of make your day or just forget about life or whatever. So again, I'm not going to be the one to post weekly or daily, monthly, whatever. Just whenever I think of a story or if, when I feel like it, I'm just going to post. So just keep checking in. If you guys want to hear anything or hear any stories from me, just, just let me know. Especially those of you guys that actually know me and have my number. Just give me a shout. Be like, hey man, just uh, remember that time when we did this? I'd be like, yeah man, I remember that. I'll, I'll share that stuff. That was pretty funny. I'll post it. So... Until then, again, I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will talk to you guys later.